operation of the machine becomes so odious, makes you so sick at heart that you can't take part. You can't even passively take part. And you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop. Welcome back to Comic Revolution Podcast. As always, by my side, the Yoda to my Emperor Palpatine, Steven. Yes. <laughs> How you doing, my friend? Um, I'm not going to do the Yoda voice. I'm doing well. <laughs> good, good, good. As always, you can check us out online at www.comicbookrevolution.com for all the latest in reviews, news, and commentary in the world of comic books, movies, and whatnot. Yes. You can also check us out on Instagram, The Comic Book Revolution. You can check us out on Twitter, at CB Revolution. You can check me out on Twitter, at Rock2Ks Revolution. Steven? And you can check me out at President Glover on the Twitter sphere. There you go, my friend. Uh, Steven, this podcast, really, this podcast is all, yeah, we, we usually just take a tour around uh, the internet and look at the various news articles coming on about movies and comics and just, you know, nerd world in general, right? Mm -hmm. This podcast, though, Stephen, we're going to focus really on two things, because really, this week has been dominated by two things and yes. two things only. Mm -hmm. Fair fair to say, yes? Yeah. Disney Plus mm -hmm. and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. More specifically, they had the big Star Wars, uh, there's a big Star Wars convention in Chicago. Yeah. Going on. Star Wars Celebration. Indeed. And they, they have unleashed a bunch of information, Stephen, not just about the new Star Wars movie, but also about the Star Wars video game That's coming right. out. Yep. And, of course, the biggest Star Wars news of all of them, by far, even bigger than the movie, it's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland and Disney World. And they have released a ton of information about that as well, because mm -hmm. that that is... In the world of Star Wars, I can't think of anything bigger right now than those two lands. That That's, that's off the charts huge. Um... And it's going to make them a lot of money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's going to make them more money than the movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I figured what we'll do first, uh, let's first take a peek at Disney+. Plus. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted for us to watch the trailer okay. for Star Wars. Let's discuss it, discuss some of the news about the trailer and about Star Wars in general and kind of uh, where we see everything going from here. All right? Okay. Uh, first up, Disney+, Plus, Stephen. I'm sure everybody's listening to the podcast. Uh, this has been all over the news the past couple of days. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know all about it. Uh, we're not going to go into the nitty-gritty of it, mm -hmm. okay? But basically, uh, it's going to launch in America, in the United States of America, on November 12, 2019. Mm -hmm. It's going to roll out in Western Europe over Q1 and Q2 of 2020, Eastern Europe, the first part of 2021. And in Asia Pacific, it'll roll out... Uh, starting in uh, fiscal year 2020. The cost mm. is going to be $6.99 a month, which is a phenomenally cheap price because mm -hmm. Netflix just announced their price increase to $12.99 a month. I got my little email uh, this weekend notifying me that I'll be now paying $12.99 a month for my Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, not the best time, Stephen, to announce a price increase. <laughs> not the best time. Probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, $6.99 a month, Stephen, is very cheap. That is very cheap, and it gets even cheaper, Stephen, because there's an annual subscription option. Mm -hmm. And if you buy the annual subscription option, Stephen, it comes out to $5.83 a month. 
that is cheap. I mean, that is undercutting your competition by a lot. And there's a reason why they can do that. We'll get to it in a minute. But basically, what, what are you going to get? It. I have to say, Disney Plus, they surprised me, Stephen. It's, it is actually more diverse than what I was expecting it to be. I really thought that they were going to... Um, I thought they were going to cordon off a lot of their newly acquired Fox properties over on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, they, they really, they really uh, they surprised me on a few things. One, um, you're going to have a ton of Disney content. Okay, no. so yeah. that's that, that, that we all knew about. We yeah. knew that okay? all the Disney content. We knew that everything. That's right. They're gonna unlock. They're unlocking the vault. So mm-hmm. they're, they're going to give us their full film and TV library. Disney mm-hmm. film and TV library. That alone, Stephen, is a crap ton of content. Because not only do you have all the Disney movies, animated and live action, mm-hmm. that's also every TV show from the Disney Channel. And Disney Channel, Steven, has been around since the 90s. So that's a lot of, not that I really want to watch a lot of Disney Channel TV shows from the 90s, but you know what I'm saying. It's a lot of content. Yeah. And and if if you're a tween, it's very popular, obviously. I mean, my boys, God, they watch the Disney Channel all the time (laughs) as tweens. You know, Mm -hmm. Lab Rats was a real popular show with them. I mean, it's, you know, it, (laughs) it, it is what it is for his target demographic. Sure. I'm not like you and I are going to be watching it, but, um, but some of the stuff they're going to have will be Phineas and Ferb, which I do love. I do love Phineas and Ferb, Stephen. <laughs> they are fantastic. It's going to be a new all-original animated movie. Um, they're going to have Into the Unknown, the making of Frozen 2. They're going to have Noel, which will be a new holiday movie mm-hmm. uh, with Bill Hader in it as Santa's son. Um, Anna Kendrick will be Santa's daughter. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a new Lady and the Tramp movie. Starring Tessa Thompson and Justin Thoreau. Uh, they're going to get some names. They're going to get some names, Stephen. Uh, they're going to have a new TV show, Stargirl, based on a book by Jerry Spinelli. Um, you're going to have Timmy Failure, which the books, <laughs> everybody knows those books. At least my boys read them. Uh, Togo, which is, are you ready for this, Stephen? Togo is, is going to be a film, dramatic film about the 1925 serum run to Nome, which saved the small Alaskan town from an outbreak of a disease. It's going to be directed by Point Break's Eric, Erickson Kaur and a script by Tom Flynn from Gifted, and it's going to star Willem Dafoe. Uh, what? <laughs> Did not see that coming, Stephen. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of disparate things that wow. just brought to one. Yes, <laughs> I just I didn't see that coming. Uh, high School Musical, the musical. All right. Um, uh, it's, it's a 10-episode docu-style show focusing on the students of, a, of East High as they put on a literal high school production show of High School Musical. Okay. okay. Uh, Flora and Ulysses, uh, which is <laughs> based on a novel about a cynical girl and a squirrel with superpowers. <laughs> Why does that entertain me so much? Um, <laughs> uh, another show called Magic Camp, mm-hmm. uh, which Adam Devine plays a magician who returns to his childhood magic camp in hopes of rejuvenating his career. Okay. Uh, hey, Jeffrey Tambor is going to be on that show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Disney's going to get some names for these sh- for these movies and TV shows for their mm-hmm. streaming service, no doubt about it. Sister Act 3. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a live-action remake of the 1963 animated film *Sword in the Stone*. Mm. So these, so while you're getting all of its full film and TV library, those shows we just went through are the new ones, mm-hmm. the new original content that they're creating for it. Yeah. And then for Pixar, what are you gonna get? 
you're going to get the entire Pixar library, mm -hmm. which is pretty awesome right there. And then some new Pixar original content, uh, including Lamp Life, which is a series following Bo Peep and her adventures between Toy Story, the early Toy Story movies and Toy Story 4. We're mm -hmm. going to get Monsters at Work, which is six months after the events of Monsters, Inc. Mm -hmm. And it's going to star the original cast of Monsters, Inc. too. Again, Disney can get whatever actor they want. They're getting the original cast to come back. That's awesome. That's all. I will watch that because I love Monsters, Inc. Mm -hmm. And Forky Ask a Question, a 10-part series in which Forky from Toy Story 4 asks all the important questions like, what is cheese? <laughs> so you're getting several new mm -hmm. original content from Pixar. From Marvel, you're going to get the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe will be available as well. And what original shows will you get? You'll get the Falcon and Winter Soldier show that mm -hmm. they've teased already. You'll get Wanda and Vision show that they've teased already. You're going to get the Loki show that they teased already. Mm -hmm. There's a rumor of a Hawkeye show yeah. where Hawkeye stops being Hawkeye and Kate Bishop becomes Hawkeye. Yeah. Sorry, I can pass Jerry on that. Renner. Yeah, that <laughs> Renner just can't catch a break. Even when he gets on TV show, it's him retiring and giving over to Kate Bishop. It's like, yeah. that guy can't catch a break. <laughs> um, and then What If, that we've already talked about. Mm -hmm. It's an animated series. Yeah. I love, though, this is so Disney. This is so Disney. You know what the first episode is going to be, Steven? Oh, yeah, I heard about that one. What if Peggy Carter became the super soldier and Steve Rogers remained scrawny? That's how they phrase <laughs> it, too. Scrawny. Like, that is so Disney. Yeah. Princess power. It is so Disney. I, I would expect nothing less than that from Disney. This is so vintage Disney, Steven. Oh, Chris Evans <laughs> wants to leave us, does he? <laughs> <laughs> and then what type of Star Wars content? Well, yeah. you get the entire Star Wars movie collection, yeah, in huh. addition to some new shows that they've already... There's nothing yeah, new. Man the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, the Diego Luna, uh, you know, Cassian Andor prequel mm -hmm. to Rogue One. They did announce that it's going to have the voice actor who of the robot. Oh, uh, yeah, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, he's going to be on it. <laughs> and then uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars season seven. Now that's the one I'm I'm excited because I I loved Clone Wars. That cartoon mm. was freaking awesome, and Disney unceremoniously killed it because it wasn't a princess you know power show, so they had to kill it. I'm glad they're finally giving it to us. <laughs> and put the last season on Netflix. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> right. Seriously. So we're getting that. That's a plus. And then, Stephen, you're getting uh, National Geographic content. Mm -hmm. And for this, you're going to get that's going to have a. They said not the entire. They're going to begin with a large portion of the National Geographic Library. Now, national, people don't realize, if you're not, I'm the big Nat Geo fan. Mm -hmm. They have a crap ton of content, Stephen. Yeah. Nat Geo, people don't realize, I mean, you know, Cosmos, that's Nat Geo. Yeah. I mean, Nat Geo's been making stuff for forever. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they, they have a phenomenal amount of content. Mm -hmm. um, I, and from what I understand, they're going to be slowly rolling it out. I mean, they mm -hmm. have so much. Yeah. They're going to be rolling that out That's in stages. That's a lot of programming. It is. It really is. And some of the <laughs> new stuff that they're going to be doing for Disney Plus is going to be, uh, well, you're going to get Free Solo. Just won the Oscar. Yep, just won the Oscar. You're going to get uh, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Starring Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait for this. It's a new documentary series. Each episode pulls back the curtain on familiar items such as speakers and ice cream and looks at the industry and science of the topics. I love Jeff Goldblum, Stephen. Yeah. I, I adore Jeff Goldblum <laughs> so much. He's my spirit animal. I love him. And I, I can't wait. I cannot wait for this show. It's just, just, ooh, I like these kind of shows anyway, but Edge of Goldblum do it. Ooh, I'm in heaven. And then, Stephen, the next show by Nat Geo, I almost peed my pants and passed out when I saw this. Because it combines things that I love. I love Nat Geo. Mm -hmm. I do. I just love nature shows. I've always loved Nat right. Geo. 
and I love the Disney parks. Oh. Steven, Mm -hmm. Magic of the Animal Kingdom, a documentary series looking behind the scenes with an all-access pass on what happens with the animals at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park and, and... Epcot Sea Base Aquarium. Oh! <laughs> <sighs> I'm in heaven. That show might be the one I'm most excited about. No lie. No lie. I, I, I just like. I believe yes! it. I definitely believe it. As as I wear my uh, the monorail is my other ride T-shirt. I might like the Disney parks. <laughs> and then we have a series of nonfiction shows. And this surprised me too, Stephen. I did not see a lot of these shows coming. Some of these mm-hmm. nonfiction shows, really interesting stuff. You've got the Marvel 616 uh, series, which is a documentary series exploring the historical, cultural, societal context of Marvel's comics. Um, you have an Earth Keepers uh, show, which is going to be follow conservationists and animals. They sp- you know that they startle that they study that looks really cool uh, a br br chef B- steven oh my god this show br chef are you ready <laughs> it's shot at the Walt Disney World Resort yes <laughs> br chef invites families from diverse backgrounds to compete in a friendly competition to create the next great disney parks dish Oh, the winning dish will be served at Walt Disney World. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and we get uh, Cinema Relics, iconic art of the movies, which will focus on props and costumes. Iconic pro- props and costumes from big films like, you know, Muppet Movie. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. I love the Muppets. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, okay. Mary Poppins. Pirates of the Caribbean. So that'll, that'll be fun. I, I like that kind of stuff, too. Yeah. Um, Encore. Uh, Kristen Bell, executive producers Encore. It's a series about former castmates of High School Musical who are tasked to recreate their original performance. Hilarity ensues. Uh, <laughs> Marvel's Hero Project, where they uh, show, they share inspiring stories of young kids who dedicate their lives to being true superheroes and making positive change in their communities. Hmm. Eh, okay. That sounds... All right. Maybe. Uh, re- <laughs> reconnect. Uh, families torn apart by things like too much technology or workaholic parents embark on a unique journey to confront their problems and bring their families back together. Okay. <laughs> yeah, All we're right. having the, oh, great, we're going to bring the Disney dad back. Exactly. Yes, yes. Uh, Rogue Trip. In this uh, series, Bob Woodruff and his son Mac embark on a father-son adventure. The two will journey to the overlooked corners of the world, and we can't see what they wait to end up with. So a, tra- a travel show. I like travel mm-hmm. shows. Good with that. Shop class, a competition to show where inventive students will be tasked with designing, building, and testing new contraptions. I love that. I love shows like that. We have to build stuff. I, that's that's great. <laughs> Steven, and then we're going to end it with the best show possible. Oh, my God. You, okay. All right. I was excited about the one about the Magic of the Animal Kingdom. But this one is the best ever. Oh, my God. Are you ready? It's an untitled Walt Disney Imagineering documentary series. Oh, my God. Created by Academy Award and Emmy-nominated director and producer Leslie Iwerks. This docuseries covers the 65-plus year history of Walt Disney Imagineering and will include exclusive interviews and never-before-seen Disney parks footage. Oh, my God. (laughs) So there you go, Stephen. That's what you get. I'm so excited. 
<laughs> I'm more excited for all the stuff having to do with Disney parks. Those those documentaries about that, all the shows about Disney parks, those are the ones I really want to see. Mm. And I'm hoping they do more of that stuff because, like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, okay, I got the Disney Channel stuff and Disney movies and animated and blah, 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 Marvel and Star Wars and blah, blah. Who fucking cares? You get that stuff all the time. I mean, we get Marvel shows and movies and Star Wars shows and movies and princess shows and blah, blah, blah. Who gives a shit about that stuff? We get that a lot. How often do we get shows about the Disney parks, though? We don't. I want more of that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, history of the rides, how they designed the rides, the Imagineers who came up with the rides. Like, give me that stuff. Right? <laughs> Epcot when it opened circa 1982. Like, give me that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just me. I just I just wiped his spit that's flying off, <laughs> off my face. He's excited. I'm going to let him have it. Yes, thank gonna, you, Steve. I'm not going to trample on, thank on, you, on his excitement. Thank you, Steven. I've already done that. Yes, off, off exactly. <laughs> so that's it. I think given the content of what it is, really, I think really this is what it's designed for. It's designed mm-hmm. for people with kids. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, obviously. That, that, yeah. the number one target of people with kids mm-hmm. by far and away. Yeah, I got two kids. I, I'll get it. It's a no brainer. If you have any kids, it's uh, it's a yeah. duh no brainer. You get it if you have kids. Yeah, it'd, it'd be foolish not to. Yeah, it's also designed for um, if you're a diehard Star Wars fan. Mm, yeah, Star Wars, Marvel, diehard the Star Simpsons. Wars fans. Oh, that and that's also what's going to be on it. Um, yeah. The Simpsons, I, I forgot. I that was sidetracked. probably the biggest surprise. The biggest surprise is they're going to put The Simpsons on it, mm-hmm. and they're also going to have a bunch of. They're also, I got carried away. Uh, the Simpsons, and they're going to have a bunch of Fox TV show and movies. Mm-hmm. Malcolm in the Middle. I could see. I like. I could see that. I could see some of the more mm-hmm. sitcomy stuff. I was surprised that The Simpsons they'd put on there because that's one. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. For something for kids, I mean, The Simpsons is not the most risque of Fox's programs anymore, but, right. you know, it's yeah. a little surprising still. Because, I mean, they're going to need something to buff Hulu up with, because, I mean, Comcast isn't going to stick around, and that's no. NBC goes, and that's the lifeblood of that service. Right, right. So, um, but, you know, hey. But, yeah, I mean, the fact that putting The Simpsons on it, that was a huge surprise. Yeah. That, I... I, I I really didn't. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, Stephen, at mm-hmm. all, did not see that coming. Um, but that's but that's a that's a smart move. Yeah, that's a smart move. Mm-hmm. And when you think about all the Fox TV shows, you're gonna have that they're gonna have on it. They're gonna have you know like This Is Us, Modern Family, uh-huh. Malcolm in the Middle. There's a lot of Fox TV shows that are appropriate. Sure. For Disney, mm-hmm. and they're going to throw a lot of Fox. They're also going to throw a ton of Fox movies on it as well. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I didn't see all the Fox properties um, coming onto the service. That's what surprised me. Yeah, that's really what surprised me. But when you add in all the Fox TV shows and movies, Stephen, that is a crap ton of content. Yes. I mean, a yes. crap ton of content. <laughs> you know, what I mean, Disney yeah. had enough as it is with Lucasfilm and Marvel Studios and Pixar, but you throw mm-hmm. Fox. Holy cow. Yeah. The amount of content that's going to be on the service is mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. And I do think, I think that anyone with kids is going to want it. Um, mm-hmm. I think diehard Star Wars and Marvel fans are going to want it. And diehard Disney fans. And by Disney fans, I don't mean Disney Disney as in 
you like Disney parks, you like Disney, mm-hmm. you know, the history of Disney. Yeah. Those people will like it as well. And the price point is cheap. And they've said that they're possibly going to offer a discounted bundle rate if you add Disney Plus with Hulu mm-hmm. or with ESPN Plus or mm-hmm. all three. Yeah. Um, they didn't, now they didn't give us numbers. Sure. But I mean, if you're paying $583 a month if you buy the year subscription, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking you start bundling them. How much less can it get? I mean, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's. I'm very curious to see what the bundles cost. That'll be interesting. Yes. Um. I I will go ahead and I will express my cynicism that it will. I do not. I do not think it will take long to start jacking up the price. Well, they say that there's. They think they are going to get about 90 million subscribers coming out of the gate. Right. And I, I could see that. Uh, 90 million subscribers that you could then get $8 a month from, mm-hmm. and then $9 a month from. I don't think it'll be like in quick succession, no. but I think no. I think you'll hear something by the end of the first year that it's in operation that the price is going to go up. Yeah, I think what you're going to see here is Disney can, for certain... Yeah, uh, they can sustain oh. the loss. And they're going to take a massive <sighs> loss for at least five years. Well, interesting, they said that they dropped the news of Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and immediately Wall Street, uh, my Disney stock, Stephen, went, Doo! of course, <laughs> shot right up. Holy cow. Uh, their stock shot up by uh, 10 to 12%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, Not a surprise. And Netflix dropped by three. Yeah. And that was just an immediate reaction. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is the, the secret sauce. I'm reading some articles in the Wall Street Journal, mm-hmm. and what they keep pointing to is the challenge for a streaming service like Netflix, because now they're going to start to swim with some real giants, because mm-hmm. NBC Universal is going to launch theirs. Yep. And NBC Warner Universal Brothers. is just as big as Disney. Oh, yeah. Um, and, right. and Viacom yep. is going to, uh, Comcast yeah. is going gonna, is gonna to offer theirs, and Comcast is probably the biggest of all the companies. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So now Netflix, which is a tiny little minnow, is going to be swimming with these giants of Comcast, NBC Universal. Disney. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers is going to roll out theirs too, you know, Stephen. Yep, right. And now, tiny little Netflix is like, woo, the mm-hmm. competition is getting tough. And this is important because, you know, Wall Street Journal is saying if you, Netflix draws just from Netflix yeah. itself. And Disney has their whole parks, resorts, and cruise line division mm-hmm. that just makes them more money than their studios does. Yes. And that's their secret weapon. Mm-hmm. NBC Universal doesn't have that. Comcast mm-hmm. doesn't have that. True. Warner Bros. doesn't have that. No. Comcast has other things to support themselves, though. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking more like, and, and NBC Universal does have the Universal Parks. Mm-hmm. They do. They don't make nearly the money that. Well, no. And, and they don't have <laughs> cruise lines like Disney does mm-hmm. either. But they do have that. Really, Warner Brothers is the one that is more like Netflix. That they don't have a any outside heavy hitter mm-hmm. revenue source. But they do have a heavy hitter. That just bought them. True. Exactly. Yeah. Mama AT&T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Business daddy, as John Oliver calls them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but you look at Netflix. Netflix has earned, and they have to plow their money back into their into mm-hmm. their product. Yep. And so for like 2017, they earned 11, roughly $11 billion in revenue. Mm-hmm. 2018, roughly $15 billion in revenue. Mm-hmm. Compare that to Disney. You know, Disney earned fifty-five billion in revenue in twenty seventeen, fifty-nine yeah. billion in twenty eighteen. They mm-hmm. have so much money to plow into their streaming service mm-hmm. that they can decide. You know what? It doesn't hurt them to plow more money into it, yeah. and they won't feel the extreme pressure to raise Netflix. 
has to raise their price because that's they haven't spent so much money yeah. and they don't have any they don't have anywhere else to get the money. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to keep raising their prices. Disney will. I mean, obviously, all these streaming services. Here, here's the here's the thing. People have thought cable. Cable is going to die. Yeah. But people thought this unbundling of cable was going to lead us to all paying less. No, no. it's not. <laughs> it's not. We're all going to end up probably paying the same we were with cable, if not mm-hmm. even more, actually. Yeah. Okay? That, the death of cable, unbundling cabling, is actually going to cost us more money, Stephen. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So this, this, this myth from the tech pundits, <laughs> this was, you know, it's going to save us and be cheaper. No. No, that's not true. No. In, in the end, I bet you, Stephen, we're all paying more. Yeah. You know? Um, unfortunately... Yeah. But this and and we're gonna have to have a ton of different subscriptions to do it too. Mm-hmm. So it's not gonna be as convenient and it's gonna cost them more money. Yeah, and it's and they don't even have a clue of how they're gonna start regulating this market. Nope. So Nope. That's right. Yeah. Um we're gonna take the hit for absolutely. quite a while. Absolutely. So I think that Disney will raise their price. They have the benefit of not raising their price as fast as Netflix. Sure. So now it'll be on Netflix to mm-hmm. go. Do we want to go the uh, HBO route where we just become very niche? We don't mm-hmm. do a lot, but yeah. what we do is very good, and mm-hmm. we're going to target more of a uh, niche. Um, I'm not say artsy audience, but more of a of a, of, a, of a niche adult um, entertainment audience. Mm-hmm. You know, try to try to because if you go niche like Apple has shown, you go niche. Mm-hmm. You make stupid profits. Yeah. yeah. Macs are outnumbered by Windows computers, you know, 100 to 1, but Macs make all the money. Yeah. You know, yes, there are far more uh, Android phones than iPhones, but iPhones make all the money. Yeah. So you don't have to be – Netflix doesn't have to be mm-hmm. on a big scale yeah. to be profitable. They just got like a niche audience, you know, clearly right. defined. I'm wondering if they kind of pivot – because if they want to compete in terms of price and scale mm-hmm. against Disney Plus, right, NBC Universal streaming, Comcast streaming, Warner Brothers, they're yeah. gonna lose. Yeah, you can't you, you can't fight it's that. It's on fight. sheer money you front. Can't, yeah. can't fight that fight. Can't fight that fight. Yeah, it's. I mean, they need to figure out what they want to do because I mean, they can be a a streaming service, but they also seem to want to be a studio. Right. Which, yes, that may disrupt the film industry mm-hmm. in a way that Disney or Warner Brothers isn't willing to do, but that also costs a lot of money. Yes. And that's what that's where the costs come from, is all these original movies they want to yeah. get. It's like, well, we have all these big names. Yeah. like, yeah, but yeah. you're going to run me dry uh-huh. to pay for them. Yeah. So. Agreed. I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. I think I think they'll have to figure that out shortly. Yeah. It'll it'll be interesting. And and during all this news, Disney Plus, uh, Bob Iger then announces, "Oh, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm really going to be stepping down in, in a couple of years." Right. It, it, he he he's been he said that several times. Mm-hmm. He said that several times, and he went back to it again. Uh, eh, maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? But uh, I found it interesting that. They chose this time yeah. to announce uh, Iger reiterating when he wants to step down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like you bury the bad news with a whole bunch of good news. <laughs> um, because I'm not a fan of Bob Iger, personally. <laughs> um, you know, I, look, I can't deny what he's done. I, 
I, I, I look, I, I view Disney through the lens of the Disney parks because that's what I like the most. Sure. Okay. And I think Iger has done a shit job with that. <laughs> I don't think he cares about the parks. I think he views them as the big, huge, massive cash engine mm-hmm. that he can use to then go buy new properties with. I think that's how he views it. Yeah. Um, whereas I think Michael Eisner, for all of his faults, mm-hmm. loved the parks mm-hmm. and really tried to do some great things with the parks. And with customer service and making it special. And obviously before Eisner, um, you know, Walt Disney, his passion was, it was the parks. I mean, I know everyone equates him with animation and movies and he for sure loved that. But Mm -hmm. his passion, once he decided to build Disneyland, his real passion were the parks. What he spent all his time thinking about Mm -hmm. the parks and developing these communities and Epcot, this other world. And I mean, it was his so I think that Iger has never had that quality. And I think that um, you treat something as just a cash cow, but you don't tend to it properly, and things start to fall apart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that the level of attention to detail and the quality has suffered at the parks under Iger. Mm-hmm. It just has. And Bob Chafek, who he picked to oversee it, that guy, he's been tapped to be one of the replacements for um, Iger. Mm. So uh, we'll see. Um, mm. I, I would be thrilled. <laughs> I'd be thrilled because I'd love for Bob Chapek to Chapek to no longer um, uh, run the parks. <laughs> he needs because the, the guy just cares about he he just cares about IP and and movie franchises, which is what the CEO of Disney should be doing, not the guy who runs the park should be doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just go away. So anyhow, uh, Iger's contract was supposed to end in 2021, and he's saying he's going to be done then. So, (laughs) I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. I mean, like again, he said this before. Mm -hmm. Um, I won't shed a tear. I can't deny what he's done, but, you know, coming from an old school Disney fan who loves the Disney parks, I'm fine with him leaving and I'm fine with Chapek leaving and hoping that we get some new blood in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, well, we're going to need some new blood if you're going to, you know, because I mean, the, the industry's it's going to change. Yeah. And they're, and part of the reason it's going to change is because of what they're doing right now. Yep. So somebody who is not old yep. is going to have to step in who knows what they're doing with it. Yep. And that is, That'll be interesting to see who they pick, or mm-hmm. at least who they pick to surround that person. Yes. We Correct. may not ever see those people, but mm-hmm. you yeah. know, have to assume that they will. That'd be very important. People, yeah. And uh, <laughs> interestingly enough, Iger also, Iger also mentioned that he expects to stay on the board of Apple, uh, the board of directors of Apple. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Disney and Apple have always been very closely connected since they bought Pixar from Steve Jobs and made right. Steve Jobs the largest shareholder in Disney. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and Iger being on Apple's board of directors. The reason why there was a confusion about it is because Apple is releasing Apple Plus, their streaming service, mm-hmm. which, by the way, looks like crap on a stick compared to what Disney Plus just rolled out. Like, which looks like Netflix. Yeah, I mean... You don't... You don't it, 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 works, <laughs> it works. Don't don't reinvent the wheel. You yeah. don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Apple TV Plus, that big whole... The big whole... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, press conference that they had for Apple TV Plus mm-hmm. a week ago or so. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was like just a week before Disney Plus's. Yeah. It, it was not that impressive at all. At all. <laughs> very, very skimpy on details. 
like pricing and content. I mean, it mm-hmm. it it did not look good. And then Disney rolls out what it rolled out, and ooh, this has been wondering if maybe Apple might decide maybe you should be on our board of directors. You're competing against us, but <laughs> evidently, not a problem. All right, Stephen. Well, there you go. That's the Disney Plus news. Big news. Interesting to see how we go forward. The other big news from Disney, of course, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Steven, they dropped the trailer. What's interesting, we get a lot of news coming. It's just so much news coming on about Star Wars. They dropped the trailer, and at the same time, they unveil all this stuff about Star Wars video game and Star Wars at Galaxy's Edge. The new, new merchandise and that they're going to be selling exclusively at Galaxy's Edge. And they announce that Iger announces that after episode nine, Stephen, Star Wars movies will go on a hiatus. That they'll take a take a pause, take some time, and reset. That there will be other Star Wars movies, but there will be a bit of a hiatus. Stephen, that's interesting that Iger would come out and say that before episode nine has been released. Yeah. I found that interesting. It's almost like he's getting ahead of like possible fan backlash of fatigue or whatever by saying, guys, this is it. After this, we're going to pause. Mm-hmm. Because even Mark Hamill came out this week talking about how he's really worried about franchise fatigue. Yeah. With how Disney's handling the franchise. And what do you think about, what do you take from Iger's comment there's going to be hiatus? Do you think Iger simply just wants to, let me ask you this. Do you think it's Iger simply wanting to just let the franchise breathe so it becomes a little more special again? Do you think he wants to let the bad taste of, let's be honest, the movies that Disney's made have not gone the way they hoped at all. Uh, Merchandise sales, I know, I I get my investors' reports, um, and Star Wars merchandise sales have been, have just cratered, Mm -hmm. have cratered causing them to run a loss yeah. in that division. And they've, and they've been up front. The loss in that division due to weak Star Wars merchandise sales. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've, they've been up front. Yeah. The reason for that is your main fan base isn't happy. Yeah. And they're not buying the merch. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got merchandise sales cratering. And yes, no doubt The Force Awakens made, what, just a shade over, what, $2 billion, mm-hmm. uh, $68 million. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the second movie that came out, Last Jedi, only made one point three billion. That's mm-hmm. seven hundred million dollars less. Stephen, look at all the Marvel movies. With each movie, first Captain America, second Captain America, third Captain America, mm-hmm. they all went up, 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 up. Avengers, Age of Ultron, then Infinity War, they went up mm-hmm. by by a lot, by a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Infinity War made a lot more than Age of Ultron. Well. They, they, <laughs> when you have a successful movie, mm-hmm. the sequel makes even more. Marvel Studios has shown that they make more out of the box each time. Mm-hmm. So when you come out with a sequel, a Star Wars sequel, Stephen, and you make seven hundred million less, mm-hmm. that is horrible. Mm-hmm. That is should never happen. That's <laughs> abysmal. And then you follow it up with Rogue One, which is just meh numbers, and Solo, which tanks. Mm-hmm. It's not good, not good, at all. So, do you think? Do you think Iger just wants to let kind of things blow over, 
and then keep doing what, we've, what Disney's always been doing? Or do you think Iger wants to make a change at Lucasfilm and make a change in direction? Um, well, he's obviously the most concerned with what's going to get him more money. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I personally, I thought that, I never thought anybody was ever going to top The Force Awakens $2 billion. That was insane. I mean, they limped to two, over $2 billion. <laughs> but... Um, I was it's it's gonna be a victim of their own success because anybody who's hoping that anything else is gonna reach that is I think they're crazy personally. But Infinity just, War beat it. It did, yes. You're right. <laughs> and and the new Avengers okay. <laughs> and the third Avengers movie is for sure gonna beat it. Mm. You don't think so? Mm. You don't think the third Avengers movie will go over two bill? It might. It's got to, right? It might. Okay. Uh, having a three-hour-long movie yeah, is a tough. much different game that's than true. having that's true. two and a half. You can only run up it so many times. Yes. That is true. And um, No but, doubt. But, you know, but I, I did, would I be surprised? No. Right, 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 sure. So we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Understood, <laughs> understood, understood. Um, it's hard to tell. I think, I mean, and I, he because he surprisingly, he took the blame for the failure. He did. Which, you know... That's very insane. generous of him. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even the head of the movie division. No. No. But he took it. Yeah, it's not on him. So I don't know if maybe he's waiting for her contract to run out. Maybe he's trying to let the the stuff on the streaming service take a hold. Mm-hmm. I mean cuz I mean that's what Paramount did with Star Trek. They mm-hmm. put their stuff on their streaming service mm-hmm. where it's doing fairly well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, to just kind of keep the interest going without mm-hmm. ruining it for the entire audience. Right. Um, I don't know. There's because the the the, trilo- the trilogies that they have mm-hmm. that they're gonna they're planning. They have the Game of Thrones creators, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be Knights of the Old Republic, mm-hmm. which is what every fan has asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's going to come out. And I still think they're doing Ryan Johnson's. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think there will be a different head by the time that comes out. So you think that Kathleen Kennedy's probably on her way out during this hiatus? Um, I think she will finish her three years, mm-hmm. and I think she will. She will not be the head anymore. She'll decide to spend more time with her family. That's yes. what all executives do when they when or, they leave, right? Or she will be on the board, but she right. will not be the right. creative head anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's and maybe it would be better for her to be in that in that in that kind of position mm-hmm. because I mean, looking at the movie she's worked on with Spielberg, she knows how to make a movie, mm-hmm. no doubt. She just doesn't know how to make a Star Wars movie. Agreed. So maybe in a more producery yes. kind of role, she'd yes. be better suited for that. Do you think Disney maintains after this hiatus? Let's mm-hmm. say they do shake up. You know, Kathleen Kennedy is, mm-hmm. is no longer running Lucasfilm. Yeah. Okay, let's say that happens. Sure. Do you think that Disney will continue with the uh, Disney Princess mode of storytelling with Star Wars? Is it just Disney? It's all Disney knows what to do. It's just mm. Disney being Disney. That that's not going to change. The only part, the only time I can see that changing is if it's somebody that they really, really, really trust. Mm, okay. All right. I don't see that happening, though. I think Disney just knows what they... They're comfortable with what they know. And they know Disney princesses. Yes. And that's that's their safety spot. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to stick with that. Yeah. And I think if they stick with that approach, Star Wars is going to have trouble going forward. 
Because it's I, not a princess franchise. Yes. Never has been. Mm-hmm. It just, just hasn't been. Yeah, they didn't buy that property for the female demos. They right. bought it for the male demos. Correct. And that's the demo they're shedding. Yeah. Now, I could see them, you know, just just not going down that route anymore. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if there are a couple of movies like it, but there are other movies that are not like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Depending mm-hmm. on who is in who is in charge and who they pick to direct these right. projects. Right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It, definitely, there's <coughs> going to be a lot going on. Yeah. In it the was, world it, was of Star a, it was a bad time for Star Wars to be uh, unstable because oh. they're going at Pixar. Yes. And um, I mean, like it or not, after Endgame. There's probably going to be a lot of people who are wondering why they need to be invested anymore because it's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So that's your three big cash cows mm-hmm. in a in a different states of uh, flux. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely, it's yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. All right, Stephen. So the other, obviously, the big thing was the mm-hmm. trailer, right? Of course. And we learned several things. Before even watching the trailer. We're going to watch it now together. Okay. Talk about it. Right. The big thing that revealed, of course, is the title. Yes. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. <sighs> A suitably weird, vague Star Wars title. Yes. Because, I mean, they're all pretty bad. Let's yes. be real. <laughs> yes. Did, that, did you like the title? It definitely makes me wonder what they're talking about. Indeed. All right. <laughs> the trailer. Are we All ready? Right, let's we're do gonna it. watch it, and we're gonna comment as it's small. It's only about two minute trailer. Sure. Uh, but it begins with. Uh, there's Lucasfilm. Limited. I remember a time when that made me excited again. I know, right? Yeah. And now you're seeing you're like, Ugh. all right. So Ray is wearing all white. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is on a planet that looks like Tatooine, desert planet. Surprising no one. <laughs> yep. Right. <laughs> Well, and there's Luke Skywalker's voice talking to her. Mm-hmm. God, JJ, he knows so how to shoot a movie. Basically, Ray sure. now has all the information of all the Jedi's from yes. a thousand years. She's also carrying a blaster, and she's got Luke Skywalker and Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And another glory shot of the desert, mm-hmm. and okay. Yep. Yeah, more. more more glory shot. <laughs> oh, oh, and there's... Okay, now we see her lightsaber is now white. Yep. A white blade. Not red, not green, not blue, white. Yes. And then the TIE fighter with Kylo Ren in it, probably. Yeah. And she does this insane acrobatic jump, which would be cool if we hadn't seen her basically be perfection already. Huh. Oh. Kylo Ren in some forest attacking people. And fixing his helmet. Uh, Characters. Lando Calrissian's back. The saga comes That's to an end. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> and you see... Uh, oh, Mad Max in, in space. Kind of looks... Oh, there's the, there's the metal. Yeah. Oh, uh, she's scary. hugging uh, Rey and Prince Leia hug. I think that's part of the Death Star. That's part of the Death Star. So what are we on? Uh, Yavin 4? Endor? Endor. And, and this is where you lose me. And then no. Emperor Palpatine No, laughs. no, 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 no. Darth Sidious, the Emperor. Oh, my God. Okay, Steven. So uh, we noticed that in the trailer, just just to before we get to the 
the big thing, obviously. Sure. Rey is in all white. Her lightsaber is white. She has all the knowledge of all the Jedi, so she's basically become Jesus of the Jedi. Right? <laughs> she was already the personification of perfection, mm-hmm. literally upon gaining her, for, her Force powers like a nanosecond later. Right, mm-hmm. She was able to do things that Luke couldn't do even after like training with Yoda. Mm-hmm. So she's now truly all of perfection. She has brought balance to the Force. It's white. It's neither blue nor red. It's white. She is, she is the Jesus Jedi. Well, that was the thing. When when she drew it, it looked more white. When she flipped, it looked kind of bluish. So I'm like, well, what is it? Is it one or the other? Right. I can't tell. If it's a light blue, then they need to make it more bluish. Because I right. can't tell the difference. But Kyle, Kylo yeah. Ren is as lame as ever. Nobody cares. He's, he's he's a child that has no character arc whatsoever. He's a loser who gets beaten by Rey with zero training yeah. versus him having trained his entire life, and she whoops him easily in the very first movie. Yeah. Therefore, there's no there's no there's no excitement. There's no conflict. There's no challenge. It's not like when when uh, uh, Return of the Jedi came out and you were finally going to see Luke battle Darth mm-hmm. Vader because Darth Vader whooped his butt. Yeah. So you're like, oh my God, can he come back? And mm-hmm. beat up. Well, there's, there's no there's no tension here because Ray, with zero training, absolutely decimated Kylo Ren, who'd been training his whole life. So it's kind of like, yeah, all right, well, yeah. So she'll just flick her finger and beat him again. Yeah, they, it, it, it was so bad to the point where they even had Snoke comment on it that he yeah. had beaten beaten by a girl who had never held a lightsaber. Right. It so, was like, oh, this movie might be good. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, again, Poe and Finn are are just they're just. They're just window dressing. They don't matter. Their characters don't matter. They've never mattered. They never will matter. Uh, Poe is just there to say, uh, hey, you know your average action male? They're yeah, stupid. Well, They're stupid. Um, and uh, Finn, he's a clown. Well, that's the... Well, this that's the thing, because you look at this, and, I mean, we're, we're, go- we're going off of the past, what's happened in the past. I don't know if they're going to they're gonna follow it, because what... But, Basically, what this comes down to is um, The Force Awakens was a reaction to the prequels. Yeah. It's like, no, no. we. I remember Star Wars. Did uh, See that? Look at that over there. That's yes. Star Wars. You like yes. that, Star Wars? And yes. then The Last Jedi was a reaction to The Force Awakens backlash. Yes. Which is, oh, it's too much of the same. It's like, okay, well, we're going to change it. And then, you know... They change it too much, and, and no. This is, and this is a backlash to the backlash to the backlash. It's the back. <laughs> yes, this is backlash. Inception. JJ has come back <laughs> to make sure everyone knows that he remembers Star Wars oh from before the Last Jedi, <laughs> <laughs> and that is what I mean. Look, I I still think the Force Awakens. As much as I have a problem with the story stuff, and it's too she's she learns it too easy, whatever, which. No, that is not sexism, because other movies with other badass female characters, you know what? They at least have some sort of explanation as to why they are as good as they are. Um, Furiosa was the comparison, because it came out the same year. Yes. You know what? They actually said what 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 she was. She was like a commander for the, the big, evil, disgusting guy. Yes. That's what, like, oh, okay, obviously. And she had a, fu- a freaking metal arm. Right. Yeah, come on. You don't get that without being a badass. <laughs> Anyways, and certain certain things like that, I, I hate that criticism. It's like, oh, yes. you don't like her because you know she's a woman. It's like, no, that's not true. That is not true at all. It's just bad writing. Yeah. I don't blame the actress. She's given bad crap to work with, so what are you going to do? Right. Um, 
but and in the in the last Jedi, she was barely it was barely even her in the movie. Oh, it was yeah. more about other characters that nobody cared about. Yeah, it's <laughs> like uh, okay, well that's interesting that he did that. And Mary Poppins, Leah. Carrie Poppins, yeah. Carrie <laughs> <Harry> Poppins. <laughs> yeah, that was um, that was ridiculous. But uh, you know, whatever. I I don't I don't know what they're gonna do here. I, well, I obviously know one thing they're gonna do. Um, lots of fan service. Lots of fan service. Well, you see Carrie Fisher and hugging Ray. Mm-hmm. So Leia and Ray are hugging, and we're implying what did did, did Ray just find out that? Prince Leia is her mom. Because Luke is talking to her, so the implication is... Is this a vision? Is this a vision? Is is Luke... Is this Luke just simply narrating a trailer? Or is this Luke actually, as a Force ghost, talking to Rey Mm -hmm. in these scenes? And is he communicating to Rey throughout Mm -hmm. the movie? Oh, he's definitely going to be a Force ghost. No doubt. No doubt. So... Because... Ben Kenobi was a force ghost right. in episode six. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So we must repeat ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so uh, life is a flat circle, Stephen. And um, and so so Luke, as a force ghost, is talking to her, and is he revealing to her that she is his child, that she is Leia's child? We don't know that she's a Skywalker. Yeah. Um, Kylo Ren's technically is, a Skywalker. Is, 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 is about him? Is, is this Kylo Ren turning face and becoming a Skywalker? I think. I think we know the answer to that one. Uh, I, I say no. Really? I don't think Kylo Ren. I think Kylo Ren is is, mm. is. They've just written him like such a punk. I think he just stays <laughs> a punk and just you know slips on a banana peel and dies at the end. Of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> now in my movie, because obviously. And this is one of the things I actually liked about the last one was that the there has to be a light and a dark side. Yes. So if there's a Jedi, there has to be a Sith. Yes. That my ending, of course, is that they both end up killing each other, and that's just it. We don't have to worry Love about it. that anymore. Love it. Just mass uh-huh. suicide at the end, and and everybody lived happily ever after. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I mean, the trailer shows the metal. I guess that's Leia holding the medal that Han and Luke got at the end mm-hmm. of uh, at the end uh, of uh, New, New Hope. Hope. Yeah. Right. Remember that. Remember that. So it's a little more fan service <laughs> for you. There's the medal, right? Yeah. Maybe it's just Leah thinking about. Um, maybe she's thinking about Han before she tells Ray that she's their daughter. I don't know, but I mean, it, clearly we're back on uh, near the end of it. We must be back on. Yavin I'm guessing we're back on Yavin Four or Endor, and the Death Star's there, and maybe yeah. they have to go to the Death Star to retrieve some type of artifact, some Jedi artifact, dark. You know, Something. some Sith artifact. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, Kylo Ren's going there to find something from the Emperor. Yeah. And maybe there, maybe the Emperor appears in this scene as a Force ghost as well yeah. to try to tempt Ray or Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. I'm guessing because, well, first of all, I don't know how that much of the Death Star survived because it was freaking vaporized Did twice. Look, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But you know, whatever you gotta have a Death Star. Quality part. construction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quality German engineering. Yes, sir. Death Star. <laughs> um, and I think the thing with the Force Ghost, I do think that's accurate. But then again, I don't know. They could, they could find some other way to bring him back. Right. Because, because it's the Emperor. Right. Everybody right. Loves the Emperor. I'm he's thinking going, Force Ghost, though. 
Maybe. I think he's going to fulfill the role that Snoke would have fulfilled if he had not died. Mm, okay, yeah. yeah. Are you excited about bringing back the Emperor? No. You're not. So no. for you, you're like, just just, just let's not. I, I We don't need to know how, how uh, Force Awakens was just a was just an obvious remix of A New Hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, it's just like, let's make Luke a girl, and then, boom, movie. Yeah. It's the same thing. E- yes. I, when it ended, I was like, okay, it, you know, we got everybody back up to speed. We're back in Star Wars mode. Let's do something interesting with it. Mm-hmm. And I got my wish. Maybe not the way that I want. <laughs> no, exactly. careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do it's... you think that you know with the Emperor coming back? I just, I just feel like it's just, it just feels so been there, done that. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. Enough already. Just yeah. Enough already. It just doesn't feel very creative. Well, at it's all. not. It's not. And it's completely uncreative. Yeah. yeah. And it just feels tired. Mm-hmm. It feels tired. It's like watching the Rolling Stones in their seventies trying to perform all the same moves they did when they were in their twenties. It's yeah. just sad. It's just. It's just sad. It's like guys, just, just. Yeah. Do something totally different. Yeah. Just do something totally different. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, like seriously, like the knights, like the knights of the old republic. Just yeah. do that. It's a different time period. It's different characters. Just completely different just, dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it, it's time mm-hmm. for that. Um, are you? Do you think that? Who do you think is going to be the Skywalker? And are you happy that there is going to be another Skywalker? Um, I've seen a theory that. Um, and I would hope that it would go this way because it's something interesting, but that Skywalker, the sky, it's more, it's not Skywalker, like the family name. It's like Skywalker is like a group name. Mm -hmm. Like there's a, that there's going to be a group of force users who are not Jedi and not Sith. They're the, they're finally the, the union of the two. Mm -hmm. I hope it would be that because that's what they spent the entire last movie talking about mm-hmm. until they decided not to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be an interesting conclusion. It seems like the logical conclusion where the, I mean, the original Star Wars was more about, uh, more about like good triumphing over evil. Yes. And this would be an interesting way to say, well, you know, everybody has shades of both. You have to come together to form a whole person, a whole mm-hmm, body, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that would be an interesting evolution. Now, interesting and JJ do not mix very well together. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I suspect we will get a Return of the Jedi ending, and that's and that she will be revealed to be. No, I do think that Kylo Ren will turn. I know. He's written oh, so as a punk, but I think he will be. I think it'll be him. Are you voting against my slips on a banana peel and dies at the end of the movie? <laughs> really? No, I think he'll turn. <laughs> he'll save the day, and then he'll slip on a banana peel and die, <laughs> so he can have the tragic. Um, we hardly knew him. Let me see you with my own eyes. Ending. <laughs> oh no! So okay, so you're so you think? But he, seriously, I think you he think will he be turns the one. good mm-hmm. and he becomes the Skywalker. Ray is not the Skywalker. I think she will be a Skywalker with him in there. I think they will be united okay. in their new order of things. I think it is so painfully predictable to have Rey be the a Skywalker, Skywalker yeah. either Luke's daughter or Leia's daughter, yes. that that's what they're going to do. Mm, that's, Whatever that's is the enough. most painfully yeah. 
obvious and least creative route, mm-hmm. that's the one Disney's taking. Yeah. So where hey, I, I, d- I could definitely, where I definitely agree with you. I'm with you. I would love to see Kylo Run actually become something of a real character. Yeah. And do a face turn. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's been be set up awesome. already. So I would love a double turn, Ray turn heel, and Kylo turn face. <laughs> that would be awesome too. I just want something different. I just want something unpredictable. Sure. But yeah. I'm afraid that what we're going to get, whatever is the least creative, most unoriginal, most predictable route, most is what safe. we're going to get. And it's going to be Ray as a Skywalker. She's either Leia's daughter or yeah. Luke's daughter. End of story. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a safe bet. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, you notice in the trailer, there are two new characters. One of them we didn't see in the trailer. Mm-hmm. We saw one of them we did see. The new droid, D, uh, D-O, mm-hmm. which I think getting more and more uncreative with these droid designs, by the way. It's like <laughs> a ball with a cone on top of it. It's like, wow. What is going on? I mean, we're just mailing it in at this point. Is it the Pope of Drones? I mean, seriously, it's like, hey, <laughs> I got a soccer ball and traffic cone. New droid. Yeah. I mean, Okay. <laughs> All right, settle down, MacGyver. Yeah, Let's seriously. <laughs> and the other new character is Janna. She is a young black female, so I'm mm-hmm. guessing that must Lando's be daughter. Lando's daughter. Well, Lando's in his 70s, so maybe it's Lando's granddaughter. Mm. I guess. That's a fair point. I guess old Lando could be getting it all with some young women and still making a daughter in his 60s and 70s, I guess. <laughs> as possible. But um, clearly, she Janna must be his relative of his, some kind. His daughter or granddaughter, his clearly, right? of some sort. That's right. And of course, yeah. because Disney, mm-hmm. Lando's not going to have a son. No. Because you can't market your Disney princesses no. properly otherwise. Mm-hmm. So we got Ray, now we got Janna, so we, Disney's doing what Disney knows best. Mm-hmm. Uh, zero surprise there. Zero surprise. Yeah. I don't know, Stephen, we'll say it's, it, the trailer certainly sparked a lot of, uh, again, and this is the problem, for what Disney, this is the problem that Iger has on his hands that he's going to have to solve during this hiatus because the immediate response to this trailer was highly divisive. Mm-hmm. Highly divisive, Stephen. Yeah. And that is a sharp contrast to when Marvel Studios drops a trailer, mm-hmm. people just go, <gasps> I love it. <laughs> okay. When Avengers dropped their first, the, the uh, Avengers Endgame dropped their first trailer, Stephen, what mm-hmm. was it? It was everybody drooling all over the place, right? Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, you may, you may have your outliers, of course, mm. you know. But but for the most part, it was pretty uniform, wasn't it? The yes. response was mm-hmm. overwhelmingly positive, right? And that's what happens when Marvel Studios drops a trailer. Star Wars drops a trailer for their new movie, their big movie, and you would agree that the response to it was definitely divisive. Yeah, Definitely divisive. Um... Yeah, and I think fair it's, amount on both sides. Yeah, and I think it's because of they just had to throw that that laugh in there. Mm-hmm. There was no reason for that, mm-hmm. and it's such an obvious ploy for fan service. Yes. Yep. Which, sorry, half the fan base does not want that anymore. Right. It's they want a good movie. Yeah. So let's stop. Let's stop doing that. Indeed. And honestly, if if it had been a force case, wouldn't it have been better if it was just a surprise? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I, I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. All right, Steven. Well, we're going to end the Star Wars chat. All right. With just a few topics, I wanted to, to, down, <laughs> to let you know what's going to be coming to Galaxy's Edge, because I think you're going to be surprised by this. Okay. Are you ready? Go for it. Look at this, Steven. Coke is creating special bottles just for Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Huh. Disney's not screwing around. Special bottles for Sprite, but and it's in 
whatever foreign intergalactic language there is in Star Wars world, <laughs> you know, in, instead of having Coke or Sprite written on the side of it or Dasani, it's in there, whatever foreign yeah. language it is. Wow. I'm That's like, cool. really? That They do look cool, though, don't they? Yeah. I mean, that that is... I'm like, damn, you got me. That's cool. <laughs> that That is very cool. You're going to... You're going to see... Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. There will be a lot of familiar voices that you will hear when walking through Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. Jim Cummings mm -hmm. reprises his voice of Hondo Onaka. Mm -hmm. Paul Rubens mm. returns as DJ Rex. Rex is a <laughs> robot that pilots the Star, Star Wars Tours mm -hmm. ride. Paul Rubens, also known as Pee Wee Herman. Mm -hmm. Um... <laughs> He will be doing the voice of DJ Rex in the uh, Oga's Cantina, where you can yeah. get f some uh, food. And Frank Oz will be voicing Yoda at various points in, this, in uh, Galaxy's Edge as well. That's, that's a big get, because I mm -hmm. know that there was some, there's been some tension yeah. there uh, between the, uh, the Oz family and Disney. Well, especially the over the Muppets. Big time More over than, the Muppets. Yeah, yeah, not Star Wars, but for sure over the Muppets, there's been there's been some tension. Yeah. Uh, but it's how awesome is the Frank Oz is going to be doing Yoda throughout the land? I, I just saw that. Yeah. And that, that just I was like, <laughs> oh, that just filled me with such warmth. I was like, oh man, I can't wait now. I can't wait. So that was really the. I mean, there's some other news, you know, about some sure. some merchandise and whatever. But really, for me, the big thing was were. were they're going to have Frank Oz. And y if yeah. you're going to do a Star Wars land at Disney World and Disneyland, mm -hmm. how do you not have Frank Oz? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, that just, to me, that voice is as Star Wars as anything else. Chewbacca's roar, mm -hmm. Yoda's voice, Darth Vader's breathing. Yeah. Those are the three sounds I most associate with Star Wars. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I just when I saw that, I was like, well played, Disney. Pretty. I'm pretty glad good. you could pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, there you go. That's it for the Star Wars news. It's a lot. It's a lot, though. Uh, it's a lot going on. Yep. It's a uh, it's going to be interesting, Stephen. Um, we'll see going forward. Uh, you know, this is just a teaser trailer, so we really don't learn a lot. And yeah. and J.J. Abrams doesn't like to give a lot away either. That's right. Uh, about his movies. So mm -hmm. I don't know how much we're going to learn uh, in the upcoming trailers anyway before the movie release. J.J. Abrams historically plays things very close to the best. Yes. And, and they have really doubled down the secrecy as far as leaks mm -hmm. out of the filming of this movie as well. Yeah. I mean, big time. So oh, yeah. I don't expect for them to really give us a lot. Yeah. Um, in these in these trailers, yeah, man, I think it will just be a surprise when it turns out that Kylo Ren was con the whole time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> do you think that Carrie Fisher will get much uh, screen time? I do not. I think because what I heard was that they took a un, un uh, shot but not use scenes from the Force Awakens mm -hmm. that they couldn't even use as like deleted scenes, mm -hmm. and that they're gonna. Rejigger it. To Do you think she gets killed off? Yeah. Okay. I don't think she gets cut off on camera. Right, right. Not not on camera, but you think but she think, you yeah. think she passes at mm -hmm. some point in the yeah. movie. Yeah, I think so. All right. I think that's why Ray is crying because I think that's a vision that she's already passed. That right. There's been a time jump of some sort. And they, they even did, said there they, was going to be a time. Yeah, jump. Yeah, they did say so. uh, uh, when they when they dropped the trailer, mm -hmm. I, I believe that um, they did say that it's been. 
a fair amount of time between yeah, ending mm-hmm. of uh of uh, episode eight, and episode eight, nine. and episode nine, right? Yeah, just like Return- Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi. Yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed, my friend. All right, there you go, Steam. There you go. Well, it'll be fun seeing. Today, this is it's going to be interesting. Yes, it will this be. Is, this will not be boring. No, at uh, all. This will not be boring. I mean, this is going to be a lot of fun. The whole lead up to Star Wars is because there's just so much debate over everything. It, yep, it's going to be fun. They're going to be whipped up into the same frenzy they all they were the first two times. Yeah, and yeah. then you know, I'm really curious to see how well it does in the box office. Yeah, I think really so too. curious to see if it can crack the two billion mark. I'll be very interested to see that. If it's just like The Force Awakens was, then there may be a fair a fair chance of that because the people who wanted that were the hardcore Star Wars yes. people. Correct. So Correct. They're the ones that keep going back and again right. and again and again. So Right. Yeah, I think if it's like The Force Awakens, Stephen, you're right. It may it may crack two billion. Yeah. It may. If it's like Last mm. Jedi, then it's not going to crack two billion. No. I think it's going to be more like Force Awakens. Probably. That's my yeah. guess. That's my guess. And my last question for you: Avengers Endgame comes out. Mm-hmm. You, what's your over uh, over under on two bill? You going over under? God, that's such a. Okay, I know fans don't care. Three hours, really. Well, there's a logistic problem with three hours. Remember, you can only show the movie but so many times at three hours. So exactly. then it becomes a logistical thing where mm-hmm. how often can we show it? Exactly. I mean, it's not like we're saying that people aren't going to like it. We're just saying that oh, yeah, definitely. The, the laws of physics and time come <laughs> into play at some point. <laughs> yeah, theater workers have to go home at some point. <laughs> right, right. Over on two by... Ooh. I'm going to say under. You're going to go under. I think... It will be close, but because mm, I was trying to do some math, because how long did it take Endgame? Let's just say it was a month, because mm-hmm. it, takes, it takes a while, it does. and other movies come out. I mean, things are coming, and you have to have a strong, like, at least from the overseas market as well, but I mean, Detective Pikachu is coming out. Godzilla's going to be coming out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There goes your international market right there. Mm-hmm. So, and with the logistical problems, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say it won't, right? but I don't think it will. Okay. Think, and and it ha- the movie has to be good, too. Oh, yeah, yeah no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> okay, that's true, too. That is true, too. And the last question, which one makes more money, Episode Nine or Avengers Endgame? I think Avengers Endgame will. You think Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. is going to make more money? Yeah. Okay. I think that'll be the more, because the journey has mostly been satisfying. Star Wars, they have to correct and then end. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go over under. I'm going to go over to Bill of course. for Avengers Endgame. Yes. I'm feeling bullish. Feeling, feeling bullish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to step my neck out. I'll say over to Bill. Not mm-hmm. a lot, though. Sure. It's, it, I'm not, it's not, it's not, I don't, I'm not predicting it to beat Avatar. Oh no! I'm not predicting that. I don't think I. It'll take a long time for that. And Disney doesn't care about that now because they because they own Avatar exactly. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I'm gonna go over on the two billion, and I'm I'm agreeing with you. I think that uh, Endgame will outperform Episode Nine only because Mm. you're absolutely correct. The ten year road to Mm. Endgame has been one that has been very much, largely, an extremely popular and um, 
positive and fan-friendly ride. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right, my friend. On that bombshell. All right. <laughs> Until next time, viva la revolucion. <laughs>